Who thought counting could be cool? Here we go. Here we go. Join Andrew Wong and Brad Domingo. Our mission, make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready? Woohoo! 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 I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. We got, we got some amazing guests, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How are you ladies doing? It's uh, it's been definitely too 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 long. Um, you know, it's uh, we've missed hanging out with you. I think uh, we were chatting before we went live about the last time we saw each other, and uh, we got to see Heather in Toronto. Um, but uh, Liz, I guess last time we saw you was probably San Jose, and then before that, uh, you know, London, which was lots of. Lots of great memories, but I, I won't dwell this because I know it makes you a little sad to, to reminisce on those days. <laughs> um, hopefully those days are not, not, uh, not gone forever. They're just, uh, you know, and, you know, getting closer and closer. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Andrew's, Andrew's um, looking at a few months, right? I, that's what I'm, I'm. He's ready you know, to go. It, yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt to hope for the best. No, right? not you at all. Plan for I the hope worst, you're right, for man. The best. I hope you're right. I really do. It, this is just, uh, you know, every time, every week we come on with a guest, we all commiserate about not being able to see each other in person. And, you know, we are we got so used to it. And, yeah. you know, uh, Heather and I were just recapping. We had one run there where it was like every conference I went to over the span of a year, Heather was there. It was just, it was, it was awesome. And it was sometimes awesome. we, I think we take it for granted that we get to hang out as often as we do. And, it's always special when we do get to hang out. So that to be, you know, denied of that ability to see my, our friends in, in this worldwide community, it's you been tough. It's been I, tough. Think it is, I think it's that we are in a closed bubble. We talk our own language. We have our own way of thinking and not everybody gets that. So, I mean, mm -hmm. we have real life friends, but there's something different with being able to talk accounting yeah. with your friends and they get excited too yeah yeah <laughs> they don't think you're a massive loser because you want to talk about apps and, and new technology yeah it's, it's well it, i remember one night um do you guys know jill i think her name's shallot shallot yeah from yeah, dc and yeah she's hilarious she's she's a riot she but I'll, we always talk about her this one night we were coming home from in San Jose, you know, off at the bar, whatever we were doing. And the two of us were talking about receipt bank and the little tricks that we'd learned along the way. Like of all the things to be walking down the street in the middle of the night, um, after a few drinks, we're talking apps, you know, and no one really gets that. And is it sounds geeky as hell to the uninitiated, but it's it's that passion that we're willing to sit there. Like I'm I've not never been the type to talk about software in the middle of the night after, yeah, but we just do it you know, yeah I, yeah it's I'm like we've to... got so little time with each other so let's just let's just talk about those issues because we got an opportunity to be face to face with somebody we respect and we know they're smart and they think we're smart too so let's talk and and that's what's what's cool about it that makes you know, accounting I, talk acceptable in the middle of the night. It also gave, well, I mean, it gives me a little sense of confidence too, because I'm thinking, oh man, I'm stuck in my bubble, bubble and here's the things that I'm struggling with. And then yes. here's what I was thinking about a solution. And then I have a peer say, me too. And it might be somebody that I really look up to that I think yeah. they've got everything together. 100%. And you get to solve their problem. <laughs> yeah. it, and, you know, let's face it, accounting is hard. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's easy. That's what my clients tell me. How hard can it be? I mean, it's hard. hard. It's a lot of numbers. Data. Yes. Yeah. It's just putting a bunch of, of numbers in the machine. And... Yeah. Well, but, but it's data. And it's yeah. like they don't get the fact that when you're looking at a lot of data and something comes up and it doesn't look right, it's like we don't have the ability to overlook it. <laughs> we have to figure it out. And that's hard. But I, I think it's more than data. It, it's, you know, it's, also psychology, right? And we're dealing with our clients' pain and struggles. I mean, especially over this last year, right? I mean, it's, it's yes, numbers, absolutely, you're dead on. But I think it's, it's even so much more difficult than that because you're, you're dealing with uh, all the highs and lows of your, your customers and what they're going through, right? And you're the one there 
helping them manage the thing that's the most difficult thing for them to deal with, which is their their finances and their taxes, something that for many entrepreneurs is more difficult to deal with than going to a dentist, right? You know, when it comes to dealing with their taxes. So you're, you're not only dealing with all the data and technology, but like you're having to understand like human psyche and, and be able to relate to people. And, and, and those successful accountants aren't those backroom people who all they do is crunch numbers. You have to actually be able to relate and connect with people, at least if you want to be a firm owner. I'm going to be a little bit honest. One of the things that I hear from some of my peers that not peers in these industry, friends that are in the rest of the world that don't do this, when they tell me that COVID has allowed them to go to the gym more or has allowed them to ride their bicycle or whatever the heck it is that they suddenly have more time to do, I'm jealous. Like, I feel like this has been the year where I had to be on my toes the most. And, and it's and been so, draining, right? Draining. Yeah, it is draining. It's freaking exhausting. It is. Yeah. And I love what I do, thank goodness, because otherwise, put a fork in it. It's yeah. Hard. And, it's and hard. thank God for the other people in our community. Right. And the support yeah. that we're getting from one another and the ability to turn to people and, and be like, what the fuck is going on with this week's change? And, and be like, I don't really know either, but I think it's this. Cause like it's, we had a situation the other day, we had to call CRA and we got the most senior agent. So CRA, our equivalent of IRS as you may or may not know, Canada we got the most senior years. agent that they had. And they said, I don't know how to deal with this. You have to get a ruling. I'm like, what? But you, you guys are supposed to tell us. And they have no clue themselves on, you know, some of the things. Because as much thought as went into some of these programs, there was not enough thought, right? Um, it was just tried. It was rolled out so quickly. And there were so many loopholes left in our program. I, and I mean, I don't know the intricacies of all your programs, but I'm certain that your government has the same issues we had, which is they rolled out a program faster than they've ever rolled out any tax changes ever before. And as a result, there was people who were, you know, gray areas, loopholes, things that people hadn't anticipated people, things that they hadn't thought of. And yeah, we were the ones pointing it out oftentimes to CRA. And there's staffing well, issues everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I mean, one of the things that we're dealing with now is that we finally got some solid or I don't even want to say solid. That's the wrong term. <laughs> We got some, some, some guidance from the IRS and now the states are coming at us. So it's like the IRS said, this isn't taxable. And now the states are coming up and go, oh, well, we're going to tax it. So yeah, not federally. We just, yeah, yeah no, because that's how, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's been, a, it's been an experience um, and it has been exhausting Liz, a hundred percent. Let's let's switch lanes for a second because I think we I don't want to go down this road where we just are all depressed and oh, you know spare <laughs> our souls. I can tell you my happiest news this week. I mean, okay, like, I'd love to hear this. Joyous, joyous, like from the bottom of my heart, I was so happy that I was tearing up. And this might give you a little hint. Here, let's see. <laughs> I know you're Something talking about your that politician that didn't know how to turn his cat off, right? Oh, wait, wait. And then this one. Oh, that one. Yes. Yeah. Somebody was talking to a judge upside down and they didn't know how to flip it over, right? I don't know. There were how two to do stories it. this week. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that, Andrew? I had some heard guy about talking that. to like an official government capacity. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he was I can assure you. No, I mean, he's talking to a judge as a cat. He's like, I can assure you, I'm not a cat. Judges <laughs> like, can you cat. turn off? I don't know how. You turn off so the filter. Yeah, he was like, a cat in, a, in an official capacity in the public domain, and he was a cat. Oh, I missed there's that. There's the upside that down person too. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. And it was a blessing to the entire yes. world. Yeah, I love. Yeah. My, my wife was laughing about it the other world. night, and then I saw it on another channel. And I just, I was like, okay, we need that kind of levity right now. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, we do. Like we're all stuck yeah. in the Zoom world. And you know, you, you watch the news and they're talking to their people. Normally they bring them into a studio. They prep them for, you know, a long time. And then they're on for, you know, a minute or two and then they leave again, right? So now everyone's on Zoom. 
and you're getting all the nuance and the screw ups that come with being on zoom and you know mm-hmm. kids are running into the room and animals are barking and oh we lost them gotta log <laughs> back in you know it's it's hilarious it's like welcome to our world but yeah. i was telling heather she sent me that video oh gosh i love it she sent me the video <laughs> of the the cat you know yeah. the lawyer and the judge and the cat and if yeah. you have not seen it i have to watch someone watch has to it. send this to me put oh, it in the it's chat easy, easy oh, to find. Oh, Just i haven't seen it totally lawyer cat face or something so good it's so oh it's, it's amazing it's, it's, it's amazing it's a virtual like, Sorry, judge. courtroom and so what's happening is the lawyer is talking to the judge and he's logged in as a cat <laughs> yes <laughs> It's, you, it's you gotta so find it hilarious i, I am hilarious. sure his kids got proper heck for playing with the filters before he went live and i love it the, you know the, I the love upside the down person it? was great too is that had to be like one of the worst days of his life and he tweeted it he like shared it with the world he was like, i love that i i love it too. well you know that's good because i don't know if, if you guys remember san jose 2019 where um megan tarno had that hilarious photo with Ashton Kutcher. Yes. Remember that? Remember Ashton Remember that? Kutcher, yes. She had that look like, like she, it was the worst. She's like, it looked like a hostage video or something. I don't know. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. And, and she milked that and, and retweeted it and put it out again. And she brings it up all the time. You know, it's those moments you have to laugh sometimes. You totally is- have to. And that's one thing that you see in our community too, right? Is that authenticity that like Liz, you were talking about how people will be like, yeah, my, my shits ain't together. Right. Yeah, right. And we were lucky to have people who in our community who are like the top thought leaders who are, aren't afraid to be like, yeah, no, I don't have all my shit together. It ain't perfect. But that's how you grow. I mean, like whenever I hear that honesty, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I need to pick myself up on the floor. It's really not that bad because we're all struggling with this. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that honesty because it helps, it helps us to all know we're real. Yeah, exactly. And I, it's nice because we are all sharing the same in many, many situations, sharing the same, the exact same struggles. Um, so, you know, sharing that not only unburdens you, but also gives you the ability to hear how other people are tackling that same issue. Even if they haven't got their shit together, at least, you know, what they've tried and what, what worked for them and what didn't work. Right. And that's all you can do is, you know, there's, there's three questions that, that, um, you know, I think I, I think I got it from, I can't remember who said it, but I learned it from one of the QuickBooks connect conferences, which is that after action review is what did we do? Well, um, what did we not do well? And what are we going to do? Uh, next time that we didn't do this time, right? You know, we just had that experience in our firm. Um, we had we had an experience where it didn't go exactly well, and that's exactly what we did. It was like we can we can lament over this, we can mourn, and and then there's definitely a time and a space for that. But it was really for us was like where did we go wrong, and how can we change it, and what do we need to do to make us better. Yeah. And so that was what we were focused on. I think that's how you grow is focusing on, on, on that piece. And I, and, and, and I don't want to just, I don't want to like discredit or, or push down like the, the morning piece. That's really important. If you don't internalize and really face the failure and look at it and feel it. And I don't want to say embrace it, but embrace it. Yeah. I don't think that you can really learn from it. You have to feel that pain and you have to feel as a team, you have to feel that pain yeah, um, yeah. in order to move forward. And acknowledge it, right? And be like, hey, totally. is, you know, this is what happened. You know, I understand why you're feeling the way you are or whatever the case might be is. Feel that for a moment, but you've got till Monday and then we're going to pick ourselves up and we got to go back at it, right? Like take your time to grieve, but it, the world doesn't stop. You know, no, we have to- but- but ignoring the grieving part is not good either. No. I mean, you have to, you have to, you have to face the music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's the only way to learn from it. Absolutely. Um, but what's, what's been going on in the app world? I almost feel like I've had my head down dealing with, Man. you know, all these things. And, and I feel like, you know, you ladies know the app world better than anybody yeah. I know. It's exploded. It's exploded over 2020. And I think the thing that Heather and I are finding is there are so many different apps that are reaching out to us right now 
that literally our schedule for 2021 is getting very, very booked. Like, I mean, we're, we're to the point that it's, it's kind of wild how many different apps are reaching out to us because they're doing updates. They're trying to, to expand into the other areas that are similar to their apps. So they're covering more territory. So you don't have all of these piece together apps. They're becoming a, a bigger suite of solutions. Notice you know, that like too. Fathom is doing cash flow forecasting now and they're pushing that side of it. So that what you're saying that the apps are kind of well, adding I feature mean, sets and, and building out? Yep. For So like two years ago, we were all in London at the hackathon. And mm -hmm. what we really experienced together was the ideation experience, right? Of working with the developers to say, here's a need and how do we develop something that meets that need and addresses it? And I think what we're seeing now is the culmination of that kind of period in time where people were kind of saying, okay, here's a huge opportunity where we recognize needs in the industry and they've put their heads down and they've worked and they've come up with these great products. And now we're kind of flooded with them, right? There's a whole bunch of, of players out there that have come up with some new solutions. Yep. And I think that it, it's amazing. We're just seeing a lot of, of new ideas and we're seeing a lot of, um, what do you think about adoption rate right now, Heather? Like, I feel like that's- I apologize. I'm gonna interrupt for one second before you go to do this. I totally understand what that judge was talking about because you just delivered like this great like synopsis of what's going on. But with you as a pig, I'm like, I just keep thinking- <laughs> <laughs> You like me calling a pig, isn't that a little bit harsh? I mean, I could totally turn the pig off if you want. But <laughs> sorry, but it I'm may be- like, it It's like, yes, it. yes. But wait, a pig just told me that. <laughs> like it's, but that's, honestly, we need this. Like, yeah. we need uh, the, like, I'm okay with the, with the pig. <laughs> I mean, I could change and it you to like think a about pig? or something. Okay, or I, 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 no, I think, I think we all, well, we, I, I may have to figure, I may have to put on uh, a pig. You got to put something, I think we should all put something on. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll change to, how about a, a tiger? Would that be good? Oh, no, wait, 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 never mind. Oh, um, oh. I don't even know where to get them. I'll be the bunny. There, I used to have them, but then, uh, okay. well, I don't well, know. Liz and I, what, like Liz and I, what we do filters, is we have when we're working on content together. So we do that quite a bit. We'll just like open up a Zoom, and we'll just write. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I should know we this, just, but where do we go to? Where do we go to add these? I can see my reactions, my breakout rooms. I can record chat. I know there's a place here. I just don't know where it is. So you have to go to filter. So choose video filter. Where the oh, heck did you oh, get right. the it's, it's under filter. your options for video. Right. There we are. Of Good course. Lord, Liz, where did you get? I still don't see it. So I have to Okay. So out. it's beside your video, stop video. There's an up arrow and then you have options. So backgrounds and filters. It's with your, it's with your, all your backgrounds and stuff like that. You have video filters. Oh, uh, choose video filters. But how do you guys have pigs and stuff? I only have like berets. They're hardcore. And... I got like. Maybe you need to update your Zoom. Yeah. There okay. we go. I found some. There videos. you go. You're a pig now. And... Oh, we do oh rabbits my gosh, in my that's house. amazing. There you oh. go. I got two rabbits in the basement. So, yeah. So, did you see this instant lipstick? I mean, like, check that out. We well, have this, beards on. So Liz and I, found I this will, other we, one we dress can... up during when we're creating uh, content for Happy Hour. One thing that people don't know about us is we're usually in a Zoom costume, <laughs> yeah. and we just will like put on the whole like eyebrows, beard, oh, wait, whatever, and oh, and oh. we don't even notice. Like we put I it need... on, and that's just who we are. I need my London fedora. There oh, you go, God. your London fedora yeah. for sure. And London fedora. There we go. Uh, but so Liz, I, I want to be like, a, I want to be a bearded dragon too. So what I did is I had to go look to see where, the, where did the cat come from with the, the lawyer and the judge court case. So uh, it is a Snapchat add-on that you can put inside of Zoom. Okay. So, and where you go to Snapchat and then you. Oh, it's. I think it's you need to drop photos. it in the chat so we can all go do it. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me go get it. But first I need to put on my beard because this is normally how Heather and I work. <laughs> Hold you on. You do need to put on your beard. Yeah. This is what I normally do. <laughs> she does. Oh, there's my pig. There we go. 
that purple is just your color Liz. thanks sometimes <laughs> i have to shave <laughs> <laughs> oh i and so i do apologize for interrupting because you guys were having this great conversation but i just I, all i saw was pig oh hell's <laughs> broken loose now well now you're the pig i'm mean, the, the pig for a while now <laughs> I'm I'm the Parisian. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's yeah. just fun. Like, what are you gonna do? You're at home. You have nothing else. And so, what was funny when Heather sent me that video? I had just had a phone call with. I think he's, eighties, and so every single time that we were in Zoom and he would share a screen, he'd close Zoom. And so, I don't know how many times I was like, well, I guess I'll come back. <laughs> and so I would just wait. And then Heather just happened to send me that video. And I was like, this is too perfect. Yeah. This is my real life. It's yeah, too good. It is, isn't it? It's, it's, it's interesting. So, kind of on the internet this week, that one. It did win the internet. It 100% yeah. won the internet. And it was joyful yeah. because everybody in that video was kind everybody in that video was like we're gonna do this together like there was nothing bad about it at all it was awesome yeah like yeah. that was kind of the best that humanity has in that whole thing right we, there was no belittling. Right there was no like you dumb dumb that you ended up as a cat everybody was kind i loved it <laughs> and now everybody wants to be a cat yeah everybody yeah. wants to be a cat because <laughs> it was kind <laughs> Right. He really did handle it well, though. You know, I agree. a lot he of did. people kind of just kinda, just just throwing their arms up, said, "I'm out of here," or you know, "I gotta go," or just figured out he could turn his camera off and still talk. Right. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. And then he did interviews, which is even more awesome because, like, he could have been mortified by it, but he was like, "This is actually kind of awesome," and the fact that his assistant. Like he was fine with his assistant having her child load something on the computer and be a cat. And he wasn't, I mean, it was just everything about it was beautiful, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, the halo, that's a good one. But now getting back to now that we're all, oh no. Uh, oh, okay. I, I got scared there for a second. I, I, <laughs> Hit the, I hit the install and I'm like, no, don't crash my Zoom. I know we're all like, we're all installing this and yeah. it's going to be a virus or something and we're all going to be. Yeah. And so if, if Facebook Live crashes, it's all Liz's fault, just so you know. You're welcome. <laughs> but she meant well. But she meant, she meant well. well. I crash yeah. like every week. I'm just tempting fate here. Well, you guys, you guys know me with technology, right? Like if I'm not messing something up, it ain't Andrew. <laughs> Well, you so, know. I and I apologize. I didn't mean to because uh, Liz, you were about to say something in regards to the apps and stuff like that. No, damn okay, what's your button. favorite app right now that we've never heard of? Yeah, or what's what's something fun and interesting? Okay, all right. Well, oh, I have one. Okay, so I think the thing that I'm going to share that I'm excited about right now is actually called Outpost. Yeah. And is that what you're going to share, Heather? And that was what I was going to share. Well, okay, so it, you know, one of those things you get together with your, your peers and you're like, hey, we're commiserating, email sucks. And so uh, we just happened to have both of us in the same week, that conversation. And then I was telling her I was looking at a solution and then we had one come to us. Yeah. Man, we were wowed by it. So they're going to actually come on the show because, man, it's going to be super cool. And what they do is they group your emails together and they help you to sort them and put them in a collaborated space. So that way you can easily uh, tag yourself in an email. So if you're in a team, you could say who it needs to go to. And, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve to it, but it also is a team place for emails. It's yeah. awesome. So like if you work with, so what we do in our firm is we have our clients, we either set up a group, a Google group for our clients. So it would be like client name at SatterlyAccounting.com. Or if our clients want to do it, they can set up accounting at their company.com and then they invite us. So what Outpost does is it's, a, it's, it's an app that allows you to add all of those email 
groups and addresses, all your email accounts yes. into one place. And then you can see them all in one inbox, but you can also go through and tag and sort by different uh, email. You can assign the different emails to your team members. It's actually kind of amazing and life-changing. And we, we actually did a lot of work on it today as our firm because we were just kind of exploring it. And um, I kind of fell in love. Well, it's like I mean, my Valentine is the, the number one thing, right? Like it's, I, I'm in anything that I can get that is going to allow me to uh, manage communication better. Yep. I'm all in. I mean, I just recently went to uh, Allison Ball's company and, and signed on with them for Lysio. Um, because I'm like, anything that gets me out of email, I'm into because email sucks it balls. Does. It, does. It, really, it, it, it sucks the life out of you. And, you know, one of the things that was happening to me is I was... Okay, so I have an assometer. So my an assometer. Can you stand up and show us your assometer? So the way that the assometer works is how big of an ass am I right now? <laughs> if I've got clients who have who've emailed me three times asking for the same thing, I'm an ass. So I call that the bitchometer. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> Yeah, same thing, but mm -hmm. so I'm tired of, of things sitting in, because I, I want to do it, so I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I want to be the one who who does it, but at the same time, it really doesn't make sense that it's sitting in my email, uh, email inbox, email inbox, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it, it went quiet. So who's on Clubhouse? Liz, I am. Do, you got, do, you got, do you got an iPhone, Liz? Me? No, yeah. she's Android. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm Android you all the way. You can't join the club then. No. Yeah. So sad. I'll just have to sit over here with my really cool Android. It's such an unusual, <laughs> such an unusual platform. It's, it's um, bizarre. I mean, it's cool. But Gary but... V popped in today and started talking about something, and you can just click right in. And if you're the first 5,000 people in there, you can hang out with Gary V and hear what's on his mind. You know, um, Elon Musk cool. did it last week. I, I noticed I joined Clubhouse before Mark Zuckerberg did. He just joined the other day. So oh. it's a very unusual place right now because it's still very early stage. Um, but well, I, think I was listening to a call today with, with Carl Reeder. I was on personal. Yeah, Carl's out there. He's on there all the He's time. He's on there all the time. Yeah. Well, and I'm when the, the guy that was on with him was saying that um, actually a lot of people like a lot of celebrities are actually avoiding it um, for two reasons. One, obviously the time suck issue. Yes. Um, and two, that some of the celebrities are basically just not quite as on point as they would like to pretend they are. And so this concept of, of being out there in the public world and actually just like speaking. Spontaneously talking. Yeah. yeah. And not being scripted. They, they're, they're just worried they're going to put their foot in their mouth. Uh, but it's funny because we, again, in our community, we're totally cool putting our foot in our mouth. We're, we're like, totally I've already done that a million times on Facebook Live. I don't mind putting my foot in well, my I mouth. I heard that. Do you guys know Kara Swisher? She's a she's been writing in tech as long as tech's been around. I listen to one of her podcasts, and she was she was talking about it. She thinks that yeah, it's just another it's just another platform. So you got to be cautious of that. She says. People have a little more time on their hands right now. And I don't mean that it, they have the physical time to, but the, no, but I don't it, have that, that kind people, of time. I don't have <laughs> extra time on my hands. Well, no, I agree, but it's another opportunity now to just, oh, let's respond to another social media platform. Like yeah. we shouldn't be, we're, we're in front of our computers and our phones a lot it's, more. It's, we're trying to have any type of escape. Like, Yes. I'm at my computer so much and I go straight to, you know, I sit here and there and I sit more and more sitting than I've ever done in my entire life. And I, I think that maybe it's just part of the escapism. Yeah, I, no, I think you're right, Liz, a hundred percent. But yeah. I'd also rather see, I, I much prefer that, like speaking as a parent, I much prefer this as a social media channel over something like Instagram which is so visual centric and creates all those body issue, body image issues and yeah. all the perfect life issues where I find like, at least here you're, you're, 
it's about connecting with the individual and their intellect and their knowledge. Yeah. And, I like and, and that that's really cool. I've and and Listen. I have popped into some great conversations and been like, oh wow, this is really interesting. And that's where the time stock issue comes yeah. in is because you're like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. I'll pop they keep in there popping like, up. I get notified if so and so is going live and you click in and there's somebody you know, and there's just conversations going on. You don't even know who these people are, but they're talking about fascinating topics. And that's the thing. There's these, and what it is, Liz, it's like a, it's almost like a spontaneous podcast in a way. Um, you can just start up a room and invite people in and then they pop in and, and you can have a conversation. And if you don't feel like participating in the conversation, you don't have to, you just sit and listen. I'm, and that's I what vote. I found. I vote that for the after show tonight, we hop on over there. Well, we the can't because Liz is on Android. Um, <laughs> oh, it's on God. iPhone only. Yeah, right now. But, but what I do like about it is it's just minimal setup. Like we dick around, we're getting on Zoom, we're testing our cameras. You know, this might work, that might work. But with 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 this, with Clubhouse, you just open the app and start talking. It's, it's kind of confusing because I'll see like, I'll, I'll look at what's going on in clubhouse and then i'm like oh what's that and all of a sudden, I'm in all sudden you're like, in there. i wasn't prepared like i'm yeah. not prepared to be in the room yet well sometimes you're just you're it's just there's like two other people in there and you're yeah. just clicking on it just because all of a sudden you're in there it's like oh i don't really want to talk to you yet you leave well one of the things that i found is like you when you tag somebody so you can when you're in the room you can be like oh this person needs to come into the conversation but it's a canned message so like yeah. I got a oh, message. Like this topic that you were interested yeah, in. Really it's like, what's yeah. So I got one from Michael Lee last weekend. Yeah, I get those. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like, we're talking about your favorite subject. So I jumped in like, you're talking about automation? And they're like, no, we're talking about not-for-profit. Michael like, wasn't even in the room when the last time I got one of those. I don't know what he's doing though, but it's, yeah, there's little, little nuances that people haven't quite figured out, but it really yeah. is spontaneous. So it is. if you did want to have a conversation and it's like, hey, Andrew's here. Oh, I see Heather's here. Hey, Heather, you want to hang out? You can have these spontaneous conversations way easier than say on Facebook where Facebook's just all noise, right? It like is. There's all this stuff going on. So-and-so is online. Like who notices half the time? But this one truly is really easy to have these spontaneous conversations. And it is cool that you can pre-schedule them. Because if you say, right. hey, let's hang out at Thursday afternoon at 3.30, and you can just pre-schedule them. And you can put them on your calendar, and you get reminded, and you just pop right in. There's not a lot of prep. I can see the potential there to having, you know, sharing content, really good knowledge content. I agree. Um, because, Honest knowledge content. Yeah. I mean, and you don't have to, the visual side is missing. I don't think it really matters though, because what I like about it is the other day, something was going on. Hector kept trying to bring me in, but I wanted to listen to what was going on because they were talking about stuff like tax and stuff. I wasn't really that interested. So be involved in that conversation, but I was actually involved in something else, but I just wanted to listen. And that's what I like about it. You know, I do no, I like that podcasts too. and things. So now I'm thinking, oh, you know, uh, Hector and Andrew and Heather and Liz are having this really cool conversation, but I'm in the middle of something. I can still be a part of it without having to, to, to participate. I can just sit and listen. You can be a fly on the wall. Yeah. And, a, and yeah. Everyone knows you're there. And if you just choose not to be in there, I, I wish there was kind of a little bit of a, a messaging tool that you could poke someone and say, Agreed. Hey, why don't you come in like a yeah. private message so that you could like in Zoom, where you could talk behind everyone's backs, right? <laughs> if you wanted you know, to. I'm not saying I, I do, but if we wanted to, right? Some people are doing that on Twitter, though. Like, I guess, I mean, when you're in there, this was a learning I, I got from last weekend, was when you're in a room, if you leave the room and go to Twitter, you can still hear everybody. So I was like, well, what? Because I wanted that too. I'm like, I want to send messages. I want to like put, because yeah. I don't want to interrupt. I'm like not an interrupter. Like I'll wait. And a lot of times I don't speak up because other people are speaking and I just, I'm an interrupter. Yeah, I'm an interrupter. <laughs> <laughs> and <Really>? so, no. <laughs> but in, but in, in, in Clubhouse, it's like you have to interject verbally or you can't get a word. You can't share your your, your uh, thoughts so but they were saying that people are doing like twitter and clubhouse at the same time you know what's really interesting uh, so what i'm seeing is happening on twitter yeah 
You, you know what my kids do a lot? And my kids are 12 and 7. But the big thing they're into right now is roadblocks. Um, but what they do a lot is they do roadblocks. And then they do they do like a uh, either a um, like a Zoom or, um, you know, just a, a live video. So they can talk and then play this game Roblox. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Roblox. Roblox is sort of like this virtual world where you can go in and see everyone. And I was actually like thinking through what they what our kids are doing and learning learning from my kids. I'm like, this could be a really interesting way to do a conference or a webinar. So you have you you use uh, Clubhouse for the audio, which is audio only, and then you could use Roadblocks to have a virtual environment where you're you're interacting with avatars, and you have this whole virtual world that you can move around and do little games and do all sorts of stuff. So you've Ooh. got the voice and you're talking to everyone and you're, you're, you're having your, your thing, but while that's going on, all the attendees and all the people who are listening in can join your little Roblox world and you can go into the same worlds as each other. And you can like literally like interact with your virtual avatars and chat. So you can chat in, in Roblox and you see the other person and they create their avatar that looks like them. I have a feeling that there's, you know, there might be this this blend of these new technologies that exists in conference. That exists, and I can't remember the name of it. But when I was doing my master's program at Northeastern, one of the case studies that we did was exactly that. There was somebody that had built a conference platform that is exactly what you just said, where you create an avatar and then you would interact with people and it. I, it was kind of cool. And I, and, and the thing is that it didn't get any traction because it was ahead of its time. Right. right? And there was, because there was no pandemic. <laughs> well, no, people couldn't, they're like, that's dumb. Right. Yeah. People are like, why would I do that? Cause I can go to a conference. Mm -hmm. You're right. Because now we're in a situation where like, I want to do that because I can't do that in real life. But yeah. yeah so totally. I think that's the thing too is I, I have heard of that being uh, like I've seen, there are some conferences that have done, that have done it. I actually haven't attended one, but I've heard from people about they have these things. Um, but I'm pretty sure that those conference technologies that are like geared at conference technologies, they cost, right? Yeah. Clubhouse and Roblox are both free. For right. now, there, there's anybody could use those. Clubhouse is moving towards apparently a subscription model, so they're going to mm -hmm. re reel us in somehow. But right now, some. it's free. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, they're going to want to get paid. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you hear Twitter's talking about money. The nerve of the dub. Twitter's talking about a subscription model. That's interesting. Well, you know, it makes me wonder because that actually leads off of my question. So I was going to say, do you think that Facebook will go away to some degree? Will be replaced? I eventually it's probably so does. It almost think, needs to. I think there will always be new technologies and, and it's not, it would be foolish to say it could not go away, but I don't see it going away in the near future. No, it's, um, it's I a see juggernaut. different demographics maybe moving into more popular or, or different right. trending things. Yeah. But I think that even if you move into a new platform, you'll always have Facebook. It's not like you're going to go be like, I delete Facebook. Um, but until our generation, like what about like Heather, your kids, Andrew, what are you about your kids? I mean, like, my kids don't Facebook. Yeah, my no, kids don't. My kids don't either. Facebook. It's yeah. Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, it's Instagram, Snapchat for sure, and and but Instagram, Instagram is Facebook. And TikTok, so at least they got and, you somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. So generationally, it will, but I don't think for our age group, it's it's going away anytime soon. Um, and but that's not to mean that you shouldn't be in other platforms and testing out. And, and experimenting and trying out new things because there's always going to be a new clubhouse or something like a clubhouse to try and get our attention. And, and the reality is, I mean, I think half the reason clubhouse is so hot right now is because it's new and everyone's like, oh, I want to be the first into clubhouse so I can build a channel, I can build a network. Like you hear these stories of people who have had a clubhouse room 
running for like three weeks or something stupid like that. It's like, what, what the hell is the point of doing that? I, I, I actually logged into one where the woman's like, yes, I have the longest running clubhouse channel. I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Like, <laughs> I can tell you're burnt out and exhausted. Like what? Like, I don't think the point of any social media channel is how long can I keep a room open for? Like, that's not the purpose. That's not the value. Right. No. But People, like, what are they doing for the bathroom breaks? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? It's there? like the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, right. Like the long fingernails. Why? <laughs> Why? Because it's COVID and I'm lazy and no one notices. I mean, uh, somebody's got to go to the bathroom. I mean, like, come on. What are you doing with those long nails? <laughs> right. I, I find it interesting, so though. There's been a big push lately, though, right? We've all, we all, we've all, Heather, how long have you been in, in Clubhouse? A couple of weeks? I've actually been in for like a month or so. Okay. But so I didn't do anything. Like I joined and I'm like, what is this? And then I went back to my life. And then Michael Lee called me in and I actually had an amazing conversation. Like I wasn't sure why I was pulling. I thought I was going into like a Zapier conversation and it was not for profits, but it was amazing. It was amazing. I had so much fun. It was a Saturday. I had a great conversation with people I hadn't seen in like well over a year. And it was awesome. I loved it. I loved everything about it. And then like That's the rest I of the day, is- I kept looking for opportunities to find more of that. Yeah. So there is definitely something there. There's definitely something there. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was thankful to Michael for tagging me and me going in. Um, I ended up in a, with a room in a room with Hector. Brad, you came in. I actually called you in. I think I was just I was just flying the wall. You were you were flying yeah. the wall, but you were there, and I called you in. And then you know, Kathy, that's why I say I wish I could came PM. In Alicia Katz Pollux was it was it was awesome. It was really I'd love to be able to put a message and say, I'd love to hang out, but I'm busy right now, guys. Or some sort of flag that you could put on your profile said, you know, unavailable to talk, just listening or something. Well, it like does. That. That's what it said. I'm about actually you, on the toilet right now. It said that you were just listening. Oh, that's what it says? And that's what it said. So okay. there's what it does is it says active speakers or after i don't know if it says talkers or whatever but the people that are actually talking are on stage that's what right. they call it yeah. and then they say people listening and you were somebody that but the ones listening. that are listening though i get asked and it says do you wish to come in and, and yeah you say, that's Not because yet. the host is is promoting you okay so right. you don't have to, to say get yes, back in after no. then do you just raise your hand and someone sees you You raise your hand and then somebody okay. allows you up onto there the stage yeah. and then you then your people are able to hear you okay so but it's, it's did, been interesting i mean i've been i don't have a ton of time for this honestly no. but well, that's the huge time suck part of it and that's honestly why i'm not i'm trying not to go there that much because yeah it pops up all the time it's like oh this looks interesting this looks interesting and that's what people say is the attraction of tiktok right you watch these 30 second videos all of a sudden right. four hours right. have passed and you've been looking at you know some silly photos that and it just keeps going off on tangents and but I mean, you can videos. dance really well when you're done yeah you can <laughs> dance and, and do all these things but huh. it's you're like what the hell did i just do with those three hours and uh, that's what i'm afraid of because or i don't or think or. i even have tiktok I, I, I you know, yeah, I didn't put it I on it. i'm just you, nervous you don't, about you anything don't controlled it. by the chinese government <laughs> my kids have it but I'm not a, I'm not xenophobic by any stretch, but it literally it runs through Chinese government control. And what I hear is it's one of the most amazing technologies and the back end is really powerful. And I'm just cautious about joining even this new one. I mean, what are they? I'm doing? not conscious. I, I assume that I have my entire digital life is out there right, and i'm i just kind of be like like i run my life like you everything to. i do is in the public space and so I'm just you, you trust it. the chinese I, government then i don't no, think but, it has anything to do with any particular government i think that honestly walmart when you walk into automatically no, yeah, that's you're true there because you are you everything a cell phone i mean yeah. like yeah. i they collect think everything you, that's true if you don't yeah. want to share your life you have to disconnect I agree. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's the reality of it. And, and so you make a choice. Is so, that whatever, or 
I don't want to be part of that. And then you have to take the measures to, to not be part of the, right. the app for your family. So, so Life360 is an app that you can get on your phone and you can communicate with your family and you can see GPS location. I've got a daughter who's 17. And when she first turned 16, I was like, you need to have somebody who knows your GPS location. At Is all that time. the one with the weird codes? Everything's got a oh, unique I code. Oh, I have that. Is that GPS? I have that with my husband and I have that. It's called. Um, no, this one doesn't have codes. No, this one's not codes. It's like it's everything called, on the world. Word? What three words? That's yeah, the one you're talking about. It's like breath. everything has an identifier. Yeah. And there are these codes. And, and if you just give those three. So mine. Mine is pretty needed chill. And that pretty much sums up my life. But what, what apparently that mean? is, oh wait, but that is totally not like where I am. That's somewhere words? in the UK. No, no, it's, it's a location thing. And yeah. my, wife, my wife sent me a link to it and I just couldn't quite figure it out and get my head around it. But it's basically- So me, if you give someone you those- locate words, someone and it, it, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, you could find them if they were like yeah, you just can't use a vpn because apparently i'm using a vpn and if i were to give somebody this i'm in oxford oh, uk and i'm not in oxford uk i'm in rhode island so, so it's ip based no it's, it's IP gps based. based i think it can't be i don't know i mean right now it thinks i'm in oxford works. see i still don't get it <laughs> yeah i don't know um but supposedly what it does is like if you call 911 you're supposed to be able to give them the three words and they're and they supposed to find figure you. out where you are. Okay, so I yes, have to tell you it. what happened in our family. So we were all begrudgingly installed this on our phone. So we were like, whatever. And then we spent in the living room an hour just playing with it. And so what happened was everybody named themselves. What is your name going to be? And I have three kids, Valerie, Clayton, and Zach. And instead of calling them by their names, it's V, C, and Z. That's it. And so my daughter, V, she often says B because a lot of the family members heard B instead of V. So then my last name is Scott. So she decided I'm just going to put in my initials, B, S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets better because then she was like, oh, look at me. <laughs> and then she said, what does this button do? It uh -oh. says call for help. They're <gasps> <gasps> called 911. Everybody in the, the group, we all instantly got an alert that BS is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's BS. Yeah, I was just yeah. Like, okay, so that's, that sounds like a similar tool because I think <laughs> the, one, the one my wife is talking about, it has to do with the three codes, but it is locating loved ones. And it that's is. what we were talking it's about if we're out hiking or something. And, well, and, and someone you, got injured, you could locate them. And you can do it with anybody. So it's like, yeah, I have a family group, but if I wanted to be grouped with y'all, it's like, you know, just for fun, we could see where somebody at and that kind of thing. So a lot of the kids do it. It's like my daughter's group. She's like, maybe mom and dad don't you know, know where I'm at, but my friends do. And yeah. so that's kind of fun too. Oh, so you just Party at Liz Scott's. Party at Liz Scott's. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter, she it's said, not BS. It's LS. It's not BS. It's LS. Yeah, can you spy on your parents, figure out where they are and stuff? Well, that's what my daughter said. She goes, I just sometimes want to know where you're at, mom. Like, where are you? And yeah. so, how much time do I have to oh. clean up the mess? <laughs> <laughs> my how son key would that so... have been when we were teenagers to exactly. know where our parents were? Exactly. My son, got... My son got so busted over the summer because we have that. I woke up at like three in the morning and I'm looking at, you know, for some reason I woke up and like one of the things I do to help myself go back to sleep is I look at all my kids and I see where they are and I always see them sleeping in their beds and I go back to sleep. And so my son, I'm looking at him and I'm like, why is he in the center of town? Uh, busted. <laughs> busted. Totally got busted. Yeah. Totally got oh, busted. that would have been trouble for me. Well, mind you, my parents, my parents were pretty pretty laid back hippie parents they could I, I could have been in downtown they would have been like okay was there a good party <laughs> i'm like no sorry i'm a nerd i didn't go to parties <laughs> i don't believe that though well i just to tell us on that that he wasn't he, he's never been much of a people person and just tried to do that and i just not buying it uh, yeah and huh. he says i didn't have any friends growing up is that true <laughs> 
Oh, I, I see. was in Northern Thank High God School. They didn't have that when I was a kid. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm so glad they didn't too. And you know, the other thing is, is all of this. <laughs> we were talking about technology is where it began, and. Do you remember whenever people used to say, well, is QuickBooks Online safe? Is it safe? I still have clients say it, believe it or not. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have people that. who will not connect their bank feed yeah. um, because they don't think it's safe or their banker full on tells them, no, you can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's not safe. It's not secure. It's not um, blah, 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 blah. And I, I literally had a client last week. It was, it was a new client. She came to us and she was, and she's like, well, I don't know if I, I, I'm comfortable uh, with my information stored in the cloud. So I'll just bring you uh, the information physically. I'm like, you know what? I can be honest with you. Even if you bring me physical documents, which we do allow our clients, like Brad's heard the story of, I have a guy who, I have a client who still brings me a physical paper, ledger. Paper ledger. Um, so we'll allow people to bring us physical documents. But I told her like, you can bring me physical documents. I'm going to scan them and put them in the cloud. So like, if you don't want to be in the cloud, I'm not the right firm for you. Like we're a cloud centric firm and PS, you know, Intuit, Receipt Bank, these companies spend, spend millions oh, yeah. of dollars. Their whole life depends on, on it. On security and infrastructure. Yeah. Before I was in the cloud, do you know how much money I spent on security and infrastructure? $179 on my VPN or, or my, my firewall device that I didn't do any proactive checks to make sure people were you know, breaking through my firewall, which as we know, like as people who have had some exposure to technology, there's no such thing as a secure firewall and there's no such thing as a secure VPN. It is all hackable right now. If somebody wants in, they're going to get there. Yeah. I if mean, they try hard enough, they're going to get there. We're, we're implementing practice protect right now. I, I'm, you know, this is interesting. I've heard lots of good things about Practice Protect. What is it? I'm trying to struggle with like a VPN getting my head around the value to me as a so, firm owner. Well, let me tell so, you, so I'll answer both of those questions, Brad and Andrew, and, and Heather, you can fill in like where I'm missing because, sure. you know, what I'm, what I am attracted to is in our firm, we have all of our clients' username and passwords for banks. And so one of the things that we do is we have them all securely stored, but I don't want any of even the employees, team members to have access to that. And so one of the things you can do is it's kind of like thinking about um, the one that I don't like, Heather, what is it? The, the one that I don't like, the, the, the password. password LastPass? LastPass. Yeah. Kind of like LastPass, except- I love LastPass. Next level. And so- there's a couple of things I don't like about LastPass, which is why I didn't implement it. But that's why Practice Protect is next level security. And now you store all of your passwords in there. And if you have, from my understanding, going back and forth with uh, the conversation, I think that you can store your passwords in it. And then whenever you log on to QuickBooks Online, if it dumps out and says, hey, you need to go reconnect, it will actually store that password and put that in there. And so nobody needs to see it. Right. No and one, no one has members. access to your So you control as the admin for all your team members. And but, I guess maybe but I mean, I think one of the things that we're struggling with, Liz, is that our client passwords, where it's their password mm -hmm. and they've given it to us, that's the one that we're struggling with. Because if we put it in practice protect, then they can change the password and our client now is. I, that's, that's my understanding. Well. So See, the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't take passwords and maybe I'm, maybe I'm being stupid. We don't take passwords from our clients. We don't connect to their bank accounts. We rely solely on them to connect the feed. And when the bank feed breaks, they we reach it. out to them and say, you got to fix it. And we have a process around that. Um, and maybe, I, maybe I'm the stupid one for doing it that way. And I'm not, I haven't caught up with the mm -hmm. technology. We don't take our clients, uh, security. Cause I also like, especially with like multi-factor authentication, like that is like, I can't, I can't like in the long run, that strategy doesn't work because of multi-factor authentication, which is going, it, it's going to be ubiquitous. Like so many platforms are already there. And if they're not there, they're going there, right? Like multi-factor right. authentication is, it is what will be in place. And if they and have multi-factor authentication and well, they need to authenticate against your cell phone, having the client's password does you no freaking good. So no, Practice Protect handles that. Something different. What's that, Liz? 
I Sorry. really feel like the banks need to be doing something different. I mean, I feel like they this do. is not something that they, they will, but only once they're legislated to change, like what happened in the UK and other, it will happen, but we're good. We're, we're several years away. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, it will happen, but it's just not anytime soon. And, the, and, and where the opportunity is in, is in the, you know, the relays, these disruptor banks, um, you know, this is where we will see that change come proactively rather than forcing it. But unfortunately, disruptor banks have really struggled in the U.S. And unfortunately, they see Canada as a non-existent market because we're too freaking small. They, they see the U.S. and they're like, dollar signs, dollar signs. Well, up here also we have a system uh, and it's a disaster. We have a concentration of banks in Canada where you've just got a handful of major banks, then a few smaller ones. That's it. So it's a tougher market to break into in the U.S., which is a little more deregulated. I've I got a lot more competition there. There's a yeah, lot see, of the competitors. Thing is, I, I think it's easier to break into the Canadian market because of the fact that there's only four or five banks. Um, but the problem is, I think that most of these people yeah, look at this and users. So. It's it's too small a market. Yeah. Like they they like like um, what was that um, that UK one that was really big. That everyone thought was going to be big in the U.S. and then they completely flopped. Um, Vlad, no. I can't remember. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, we got to get Joseph Weston here to talk about these disruptor banks and what what's going on. And that's true. We should get Wait, we should get can, him one week. You can join the uh, Happy Hour coming is, up on our next. They're going to be on our next relays. Episode. You got Yusuf is, is your next one. We do. Ooh. Okay, bust his chops about Canada for me, please. Uh, I'll, I'll listen in, but I mean, well, they, yeah, they're a Canadian Canada company. Come. I know he said Q1, but it's like Q1's almost over. <laughs> Where are yeah. we? I mean, we have this discussion with a lot of US app partners and the Canadian market, they'd love to accommodate us because we're such nice people, mm-hmm. but they we're don't get the size yeah, of the US so market. small compared to. And I think of like, I love my my proposal software, Proposify. They're from Nova Scotia, so Maritimes of, of Canada. But you'd never know it. Everything about them, they price in U.S. dollars, they cater to the U.S. market. The Canadian market is so much smaller that you never know they're Canadian yeah. just for that reason. So I sorry to interrupt, Brad, but we have we have three minutes left, um, and we it flies by as usual. It's been amazing hanging out with you guys, but I'd love to hear – from Heather and Liz, just sort of closing thoughts on, um, you know, uh, what, where people should be spending their time and energy when it comes to apps for 2021, you know, any, any things that you guys see on the horizon that maybe the average person hasn't thought of yet that they need, they they need to have a look at. Um, So this is sort of tied into what Brad asked, like favorite apps of 2021, but like, you know, where can we, where, where, when we look at, apps specifically should we put some time and energy in 2021 and let's start with liz maybe and then or start with heather because i saw your mouth move first (laughs) and liz i would say the big focus that 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 i'm seeing and i think that what's really important is customer experience so finding oh you know finding the apps that are going to make it easy for your clients to communicate with you make it easy to transfer information and make it easy to you know, interact with them, I think are probably the big, that's where everybody should focus this year because it's been a really tough year. People don't want to hassle. They want things to be easy. They, they, it's not even, they want things to be easy. They need things to be easy. And so if as a, as an accounting professional, I think that's where we need to focus this year. Okay. Put you on the spot. Top three customer experience apps. (laughs) Three top customer experience. Top, top one. Let's just give you one. Oh, favorite right now. Customers. One. Um, so I'm going to say, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't. They're my babies. I so can't the one that I use, the one that I use in my firm is Intuit practice management or carbon. So that's what yeah. I use in my firm and I really love it. And my clients seem to like it. Um, the other one that I'm really thinking is, is gaining a lot of traction is Liceo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that is a really great one. I think apps, anytime you have an app on your phone, I think that that's something that clients are going to love. And then the one that, that I'm really, has a vision for the future of communication that I buy into. I agree. 
And then the one that I'm going to tell you that most people probably haven't heard of that I totally love is called Sweet Dash. And I think I that one, it. it's got some latency issues right now and it's not quite ready for prime time, but I think that they are some, they're an app that you guys need to watch for sure. Okay, sweet dash. Well, now Liz, your 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 turn. You you've got zero minutes left, but we'll go long for you. I, I'm gonna say, I, you know, ditto to the things that Heather said. She kind of nailed some th- some of my topics. But whenever you said, where do people need to focus? And I didn't hear the rest of the part yet. My first thought was, people need to focus on themselves for a little bit right now. I feel like we've given and given and given to our clients that it's time to take a deep breath and relax. Well said. Totally. Yeah. 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 Give back to yourself. And I think that's hard for us to do in this community, right? We're so focused on helping and supporting people that we find it hard sometimes to focus and take care. I I can, I can say for myself, I, I I usually put myself last. I'm the last tax return to be done. You know, I'm the, the last person. I mean, I think this is the first time I've ever really even you know, in 10 years, probably started focusing on myself in any way, shape or form, inspired by Brad to at least take care of my health, if nothing else. But I think, I don't think that's unusual. I think everyone in our industry puts their clients ahead of themselves, put their, puts their employees ahead of themselves, puts everyone ahead of themselves, right? But um, that's, that's great advice though, Liz, because I, I agree, you know, I was fortunate enough to something lit a fire under me. I don't even, it's been kind of surreal that I've been. Yeah, 100 pounds, dude. But uh, <laughs> it's not even just that, right? It's, it's, I've learned other ways to kind of look at life a bit differently that hopefully I'll carry out of the pandemic and into this brave new world and not just forget about it. But I couldn't agree more because the whole world's under tremendous stress, emotional stress um, for a variety of reasons, whether it be financial or, or, separation anxiety and that's been important is is that self-care piece so that's great advice and there's a lot of apps in that space from meditation to obviously weight loss to you know fitness and all these things so definitely keep those in your repertoire as well because one thing about our profession Liz you said it we sit around a lot without realizing it and sitting is the new smoking right that's what the saying is it's out there so so great words of wisdom. I'm going to finish off there. We can chat more on the after show. Uh, but for those so, uh, live on Facebook, come hang out with us in the after show. Next week. Take care of yourselves and put some Don't time in. Next week. You. Bye for next now, everybody. Week.